This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm John Ryan, and this is Pod Roast. Way, way back many centuries ago, not long after the Bible began, the UK's peerless lyricist's whimsy. And what happens when a synth legend meets a prince legend? The modern world is full of recommendations, don't you hate it? Skew-if algorithms constantly try and sell us stuff based on what we've bought before. These are sometimes rather puzzling. Once I got a, you liked Breaking Bad, now how about the Michael McIntyre show? which was a bit of a stretch. You enjoyed densely plotted, beautiful narrative drama. So here's a dick in a suit who thinks he's funny. This week, I thought I'd try the first two podcasts that Spotify threw at me from its recommendation engine. First up, I don't know what led it to feeding me Get Onto My Cloud, the Tim Rice podcast. I don't think I've ever shared online my stage debut at the Reading Hexagon in what must have been about 1974, appearing in the chorus of Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. My rabid homosexuality may be legend, but we're not all of us into musical theatre. Anyway, Tim Rice is what is served up. Hello, this is Tim Rice, and this is episode 62 of my podcast, Get On to my cloud, says Tim, as if we were interested, before a Jeff Love and his orchestra-style cover of the Stones classic strikes up. Unless he was uncredited musician referenced in the wiki who did the hand claps, I have no idea why Tim Rice named his podcast after that Stones hit. That's the danger of diving in at episode 62, I guess. As a Virgo, sometimes I feel my left brain making me want to review every podcast from its first episode. Maybe he explains back then. Maybe he doesn't. Tim sounds avuncular enough, though, as he slightly fruitily introduces the subject of this episode, how people often ask whether he'd like to rewrite a line of his own work with a better idea years later. He says people always prefer the original. I'd object if Paul McCartney suddenly decided he preferred Hey Ron to Hey Jude, which is a slightly brave comparison. But then Tim tells us he does rewrite stuff in his head, usually when he's having a shower, which is an image that's now painted in my head and probably in yours. Appropriately, perhaps, as it's one of his works I still remember every single line of, Joseph is the musical he most regularly rewrites. Before I tell you what he'd change, let's get one thing out of the way. This does feel nicely intimate. He's not doing the ladies and gentlemen shtick that you might expect from an impresario. He's talking to me as a singer human being but he's also reading maybe i should have expected that from a wordsmith but everything feels slightly at one remove rather than the natural style we'd get if he did it off the top of his head the orchestra strikes up with those timeless lloyd webber hooks and a strangely chilled performance of all of jacob and sons which tim reveals was the first song of any of his and andrew's musicals to be recorded commercially way back in 1968 
After a lengthy bit of lovey name-dropping about that first session for Decker, Tim reveals what keeps him frowning in the shower. First, it's the Order of the Sons in Jacob and Sons. Reuben was the eldest, with Simeon and Levi the next in line. See, I even want to sing it. But he worries that after that, he ranked the rest for emphasising the syllables against Andrew's jaunty melody, rather than historical or biblical accuracy. There's a brilliant moment when he recites a new version with all the boys in the right order, but that doesn't allow for saying that Joseph was Jacob's favourite. Then we're into Joseph's coat with the joyous lyric, but an imperfect rhyme. His astounding clothing took the biscuit, quite the smoothest person in the district. He makes the case for slang phrases in less serious songs, as what gives this whole piece its character. He also says he never worried that kids might know what and also ran was, or understand phrases like missing the boat. He reckoned they'd go out and find out. That's the moment I fell slightly in love with this podcast. As a five-year-old under those stage lights in 1974, there were bits I didn't understand. But just like when reading Terence Dix's superlative Doctor Who novelizations, this curious boy went to find out. Tim goes on to explain how that notion of writing for children made Joseph what it is. Even decisions like making the coat multicoloured rather than many-coloured played a part in the style and the brio of it. The rhythm of the colours read out in that song, lyrics like, And now this coat had got their goat, gave me goosebumps. Scarlet and black and ochre and peach. There are 29 colours mentioned in that song. At one point, Tim asks us to remember what they were. He loves that the colours were referenced in The Simpsons, which makes me appreciate him all the more, even though it was Flanders. So this has so much going for it. Uh, Tim is honest, he's likeable, he's quite funny. If I was being a nitpick, I'd say he needs an unobtrusive interviewer figure to tease the stories out of him so he can do them in a scriptless way. Maybe that's too much to ask from a lyricist. He wants control. And it would maybe be good to interrupt the music, perhaps with him talking over or rewinding and fast-forwarding to find the specific examples. So, not a bad choice, Spotify. The first one it had given me was Ukrainecast, but sorry, Victoria, I couldn't face that. And I looked at the BBC's Whatever Cast pods a couple of weeks ago here on Pod Roast. So, next up is the third one the streamer dangled under my nose. And again, it's music. Electronically Yours is from Martin Ware, one of the geniuses behind Heaven 17, looking back on a 40 year career. A synthy theme is what you'd expect, I guess, and that's what you get. Matt Fink is the guest on this episode, and he was a Prince collaborator for 10 years. You'd think a synth hero would be able to speak into a microphone without popping into it, but no, and he's also the opposite of Tim Rice when it comes to script prep. Every episode of this is fatter than an hour. So it could do with an editor, Martin. He introduces the guest, plays a stilted interstitial before going straight into the recorded interview with Fink, with another long intro. Um, um, there are, you know, uh, um, yeah, uh, like, lots of things you could edit out of this, and it would probably have been nine minutes long. There are even bits where the Zoom delay has them talking over each other, or doing that, no, you, uh, 
Go on, go on you. And even that's left in. Martin has a lovely character here. He's a real fan. That comes across. At one point, he says, Prince seemed to be a truly amusing person to be around, which sounds like a triumph of understatement to me. The trouble with this one is it's like he's done the hard work getting Matt Fink, the keyboard maestro, a foundation of the revolution with great anecdotes and someone you really get the sense of those 10 years of Prince from 1978 about. But it's like listening to a raw version of a six music documentary that someone couldn't be asked to edit. I almost hate to say it about a musical hero, but if Martin found and trusted an editor, an average and tough to listen to hour and ten could be transformed into a sexy three quarters of an hour. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed. This week with Get Onto My Cloud, the Tim Rice podcast from the Broadway Podcast Network, and Electronically Yours with Martin Ware. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.